Here's a message from Ken Lavica. One more weekend in the NFL regular season, and it's time to get bold. Stone Labanowitz hit the open. Just like you would expect, the fire hose is fully inserted in my mouth here, and uh, we've been blowing and going, and so... Ken Lavica. Get a run in, make an early cocktail, put a gummy in half. Theo Dorsey. Very excited to have the opportunity to add him to the team. Stone Labanowitz. When I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. Live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. It doesn't matter what your name is! It's Lavica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Quick, let's do a vibe check. Let's do a vibe check. Theo, how are your vibes right now? Vibes are good. Got three seed locked up. My quarterback is going to be resting this weekend, so I'm feeling solid. going to be the Chiefs. Vibes are good. Stone, how are your vibes right now? Good vibes only. Good, good, good. Audible Assassin Christian Cat, uh, how, uh, how are your vibes right now? Couldn't be better. Good. My vibes are lacking a little bit. My vibes are uh, are lacking a little bit, uh, and 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 here's why. I I want you to hear the difference between the vibes according to the media of the Buffalo Bills and the vibes according to the media of the Miami Dolphins. The two participants on Sunday night. Waiting all day for Sunday night. I tell you, I wish I wasn't waiting all day. Mm. I'm more of a one o'clock guy. Sorry, Carrie. But let me first let me first have you hear about the Miami Dolphins. And this is from Stephen A. Smith, who yesterday, Stone, didn't we hear? We heard him take it to verbally, verbally thwack the Miami Dolphins, right? Yep, he said he's sick and tired of their asses. Well, he continued. He continued uh that that stance. Earlier today on First Take, here's Stephen A. Smith. Uh, Stephen A. Smith, he's sick of them. He's upset with them. He is unhappy with them. And he took what he said yesterday, and he basically expanded on it today. He is not a happy camper when it comes to the Miami Dolphins. Here is Stephen A. Smith. Nope. No Stephen A. Smith. Okay. That's fine. Uh, He's mad. He's sick of Stephen A. Yeah, we'll get to him at some point. I was about to say. Just take my word for it when I tell you that he's not a fan. Of course. He's sick of them. He's tired of their inconsistency. This is just me cliff noting it here. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is that there is a distinct night and day feel between vibes. That's why I brought him up of the Dolphins and the Bills. The Dolphins coming off of getting thrashed by the Baltimore mm. Ravens, right? It was ugly. It didn't feel good. I don't feel good about it. Uh, yet the Buffalo Bills flying high, flying high. Here's here's Stephen A. Smith. Here's Stephen A. Stephen A. Smith on the Miami Dolphins. We come to this, and we see Tyreek Hill and, and, and Tua Tungavaloa and, and, and Jalen Waddle and all the monster running the football. We see that Mike McDaniels, the boy wonder, and all of this other stuff. And then they get away from South Beach. And what happens? They get beat down in Buffalo. One close, 48-20, to 20 got bum rushed. You lose in Philadelphia. Tyreek Hill, the Tyreek Hill, he drops a touchdown pass, okay? What happens, in, you know, last week? He drops another touchdown pass, okay? They get beat down. You know, you go to Philadelphia, they lost that game, he dropped the pass. You're just looking at it and you're saying, damn, really, y'all, this is what it is? You know what that makes me think about? 
Did you really win those games when, when, when you were at home in Miami? Or was it the fact that it was in Miami <laughs> so brothers arrived the night before and were a bit distracted that's and so wasn't as lazy. focused as they needed to be? That's and that's so why lazy. you beat them on your home turf. Because I don't understand how the Miami Dolphins look the way that they look when they get away from, 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 from Miami. But, but when they're in Miami, it's a complete metamorphosis that kicks in and, and you see an entirely different team. Well, good for the Dolphins. They're playing in Miami huh. this weekend. Hmm. That's good. By the way, you can't use the NBA rationale of team getting there, going to South Beach, and then playing the next night uh, in the NFL. Totally different travel situation. Yeah. Uh, players do not leave the hotel after a certain time in a visiting city. It doesn't work like that. Stephen A., it's just flat out wrong also, in that spot. Also, location-wise, um, players, if you're going to be playing against the Heat, you're going to be staying a little closer to South Beach than right, what you will be right, staying right. when you're playing against I the Dolphins. I promise you, the NFL teams ain't staying anywhere near South <laughs> That'll Beach. That would be so weird. Okay? Why would you You know you do where they're that? staying? They're staying in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> like, I, 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 know, I know that Los Olas can catch up to a lot of people as well. I've been there, done that, puked all over that boulevard. Mm. That said, I don't think it applies to the NFL. But... Point remains. Vibe's not good. Stephen A. Smith, sick of him, upset. And hey, some of that, I agree with them. I don't understand why they can't put things together on the road. But here's the Buffalo Bills now. And I want you to hear. This is from Get Up earlier today on ESPN. The, the Bills cannot be stopped. Let's hear it. Will the real Josh Allen please step up, is he going to be Superman or Clark Kent on Sunday night? Well, he's going to be both, and he has been stepping up the way that he steps up all year long. And I think the Bills fans are accustomed to it, and anyone who's a fan or watches Josh Allen is accustomed to the fact that he's going to do amazing things, and he's also going to do some troubling things. But I think he has the talent and the way that Ed Oliver is on that plan on that defense, and the way the defense has, frankly, come together and played much better yes, than we expected. They what they've accomplished up until this point, I thought they were dead. Like, eight weeks ago, I thought it was over for them. We were talking about, is their window closed? And they made themselves into a legitimate contender. It's been impressive up in this point. Can they keep it going? It's a tough question. Two, two things. One, if you're going to quote Eminem, it is not yeah, step yeah. up, it's stand up. So, but, but we'll get you, we'll get you squared away in the break. The second thing is Josh Allen is a difference maker. And even yes. when he played poorly against New England throwing the ball, he runs it. The, the playoff Josh Allen and the playoff calls by Brady to Josh Allen, all, all bets are off, bro. It's, it's run it, it's throw it, it's take this thing over. Cook has become an absolute stud for this offense. Their line has played well. So understand, all bets are off, man. This offense is going to go full press, not worried about injury because it matters. You could get So so the, the, the Miami Dolphins were sick of them. Sick of them. They're inconsistent. Can't leave Miami and win. Uh, got blown up by the Ravens last weekend. The Bills, the Buffalo Bills, inconsistent quarterback, inconsistent season, but but they're going to find a way. Josh Allen, who sometimes is an interception machine, but he, mm. Josh Allen, he's going to find a way, according to Jeff Saturday. Josh Allen. The Bills have won three of four. I understand that. Their most impressive win was certainly against the Cowboys, right? 31 to 10, right, Theo? They're in Buffalo. It has to be. But of the other three wins that came after that gack job against Philadelphia, when have they looked overpowering? When have they looked dominant? And the answer to that is they haven't. 
They eked out that win over the Chiefs just a couple of days after we found out that Sean McDermott praised the 9-11 terrorists for their organization. Mm. Then it was barely squeaking by the Chargers in a game that nobody remembers because it was played the Saturday before Christmas Eve. Mm. It just sort of flew under the radar that the Bills looked like abject crap in that game against Easton Stick. Right, Stone? I got that right. Chargers quarterback. Bingo, baby. Yep, yep. yep. And then last week, the Bills looked horrific against the Patriots. Looked bad. Bad against a bad Patriots team. Are the Bills playing better right now than the Dolphins? Sure. Are we playing the result a little bit with what happened to the Dolphins going to Baltimore? I think so. I don't want to be mistaken. I am not overly positive about the Dolphins. The Bradley Chubb injury really hurts. They are problematic now, especially in the pass rush, which is something you absolutely need against Josh Allen and the Bills. But damn it, I'm not going to sit here and just throw in the white flag on the Dolphins and assume that they're going to lose Sunday night. Mm. And now you have the stories coming out about the crowd. Isn't this how it always goes down here with the team in South Florida, based in South Florida, when things aren't going well? They're taking on a team that travels well. There's always the, oh, the opposing team going to take over Hard Rock Stadium. The opposing team going to take over Hard Rock Stadium. Like clockwork. Here it is. Pro football talk this morning. Bills Mafia is taking its crowd noise to South Beach. Bills fans have swarmed the secondary ticket market this week for tickets to Sunday night's Bills-Dolphins game in Miami after last week's results guaranteed that the game would determine the AFC East champion. So many Bills fans have bought tickets to the Dolphins' home game, in fact, that the ticket reseller VividSeats.com told WKBW in Buffalo that it estimates 52% of the crowd in Miami will be Bills fans. Nick Giamuso, who runs Buffalo ticket agency VipTix, Told the Buffalo News he's seen a huge increase this week in how much Bills fans are willing to pay to go to the game. Quote, it's a hot ticket. Russell Salvatore, a restaurant owner who hosts an event for Bills fans every year before the team's game at Miami, said this year he has far more requests than he has space to accommodate. My God, like clockwork. Shocking. Lots of Bills fans at a game against the Dolphins. Yeah. If, if, if anybody thinks that's indicative of what might happen on Sunday night, or if the Dolphins as an organization aren't used to those leeches coming down here and taking Dolphins fans' seats, whether it's an early season game or a late season game, you're a dope. If you think they're unprepared for that, you're a dope. And it doesn't matter. That does not, I'll repeat it again, that no matter how many Bills fans are in the stands, does not matter. Because I vividly remember a game last year When the Bills came down to South Florida and the elbow room in Fort Lauderdale was filled with Bills fans and we had the same stories. Bills fans coming down, taking dolphin seats, early season test for the hot new head coach, Mike McDaniel, and his suddenly reconfidenced quarterback into a tongue of Iowa. And what happened? To whip that ass. Sent all those dopes home sad, crying about the sun, Mm. crying about the heat, paying their tabs at the elbow room after vomiting and peeing on the side of the building, and they all went back home to their miserable lives in western New York. Here is my bold prediction, because now, now I'm feeling it. 
I don't know what's going to happen in the postseason with this Dolphins team. I do not think that they are going to go to the Super Bowl. That is just my gut feeling, but my gut also tells me that even without Bradley Chubb, without Jalen Phillips, Tyreek Hill, who's home caught fire yesterday. His home was literally on fire yesterday. The Dolphins beat the Bills Sunday night when the AFC East hosting the wildcard run. That is my bold prediction. The Dolphins will beat the Bills. I don't care about how many Bills fans are going to be there. Tua was not the problem against the Bills the first time around. The defense is significantly different, even with all the injuries, now that the Bills are coming down to South Florida. And in the biggest games this year, the Bills have done that thing where they underperform and then they make excuses. Oh, it was the flight overseas. Oh, it was the turf. Oh, last year we didn't win because it was snowy. You're the Bills. Oh, it's the heat. It's hot. They're going to find another excuse for why they didn't come through. Dolphins win the AFC East Sunday night. Book that bold prediction. Put it on the board. Wow. Um, Stone, I, I, I didn't. I didn't see you picking the Dolphins in this game, um, but that is bold, and I feel like it's also without, I mean, you talked all of this stuff about the game, and you really gave no real reason why we should feel like the Dolphins can win it, outside of you just having conviction. Yeah, I've got conviction. I you think that's named, good enough. You named that, the, <laughs> you, you just said the Bills will likely have more fans in the stadium who cares? That, 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 and that's a, who cares? Who cares? All right. Who cares? You just said the Bills have been playing better than the Dolphins. But not that much better. But not that much better. No, that's my point. But still like, better. But also, yeah, but better. But but why are it, the Dolphins going to win? That's my question. I'm sorry, I, I I was shortcutting around. Why are why do you think they'll win? Tua gets protected. Dolphins win. As simple as that. The Dolphins threw over the Bills last time before the defense let that whole thing get away and let Josh Allen do whatever he wanted. As long as Josh Allen Josh Allen gets contained to a modicum, the Dolphins can throw on that Bills defense. They have shown it over and over and over and over again. Even when Skylar Thompson was their playoff quarterback a year ago in Buffalo, the Dolphins can throw over the Bills. They can beat that secondary. And another X factor in this game... It was 50-50 if two was playing in this game against the Bills when we started the season back in week one. Mm. It was 50-50 that Tua was going to be healthy and upright and his brains weren't going to be scrambled when the Bills came down for week 18. Guess who's starting at quarterback in week 18 for the Dolphins this time around, late season against the Bills? Tua. The Dolphins, uh, the, the Dolphins are going to beat the Bills. It doesn't mean that the Bills aren't going to beat the Dolphins in the postseason, but the Dolphins are going to win the AFC East. I, I like where you're going with that one. Um, I I'm definitely picking the Bills this weekend. I think that <laughs> and the, but but that's fine. The majority the of people yeah, are. Yeah, that makes sense. But I, I think the real thing for me is is I'm worried not about the Dolphins' ability to score on the Bills at times. I think they'll obviously move the ball. Is Waddle going to be back? Uh, or is that still up? In, looking not great. Yeah, but you still have Hill. You, I'm guessing Mostert will be back. Yes, A Chan is going to be in the backfield. You'll have to. Uh, you'll. You'll. Armstead is is not hurt right now. No. So I feel like there's a there's a good chance the offense will be clicking. It's going to work well. They're at home still. At it's, least enough to get the job. I done. just don't feel like the Dolphins are going to be able to stop the Bills from having these. I I see a bunch of like twelve play, 
seven play, ten play drives out of the Bills where they're scoring these long, and then the Dolphins getting a couple quick strike touchdowns. I just see a game where the Bills are able to control the time of possession, and Josh Allen's going to convert a bunch of third and shorts, fourth and shorts, and it's going to be one of those things where not similar to the Cowboys game. I don't see the Bills blowing the Dolphins out or similar to how the Bills blew the Dolphins out earlier this season, but I just feel like the Bills are going to find a way to win, whereas I'm not as confident anymore in the Dolphins, and maybe that is playing the results a little more recency bias. I just don't see the Dolphins pulling it out. Stone, you want another bold prediction? I would love another bold prediction. Eli Apple gets an interception. In oh, how about it? I'm going to up the ante. I'm going to up the apple. You sure? Yeah. You want to go with Eli Apple? Eli Apple is going to have an interception in this game. <laughs> Eli Apple. Say it with a little more confidence. Though. I no. Here, I, I feel it in my. Same Eli Apple? I feel it in my core. <laughs> okay, because Apple. Apple core. Eli Apple. <laughs> We'll have a pick on Josh Allen. Doesn't mean he's not going to be a complete bleep up the rest of the game. Yeah. But he's going to have an interception on Josh Allen. My bold prediction, Week 18 NFL. Ken, why are you doing it today? It's only Thursday. It's because Stone and I are gone tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> so we wanted to, we need to get this, this topic off, okay? Um, the Dolphins will win the AFC East, beat the Bills. Eli Apple, interception on Josh Allen. What is your bold Week 18 NFL prediction? Come on, it's crunch time. This is the last week of the regular season in the NFL. There are playoff berths at stake, and there are MVP races to be won. Are there coaches to be fired? Absolutely. Players to lose their job? 100%. It's time to make prognostications, people. It is time to predict. What is your boldest Week 18 NFL prediction? I think I set the tone. I think I've set the tone. Yeah. I think I'm bold. Capital B. Dolphins win the AFC East. Beat the Bills at home in front of 52% of Bills fans. And Eli Apple has an interception on Josh Allen. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. What is your big, bad, bold, week 18 NFL prediction? Theo? The spotlight is on you. Uh, I'm going to avert from my Kansas City Chiefs because, again, um, we got that three seed locked up. Mahomes on the sideline. I am mad at you right now, Stone Labanowitz. He printed out this nice, great show sheet, and on it, it has Week 18 starting quarterbacks listed, and I don't see any mention of Blaine Gabbert. I see Draft Driscoll. I see even Easton Stick, who's playing for a team that doesn't even – they're hey. not even in the playoffs. Easton they're favorite, they're favorite yeah. over your team. Trevor Easton Simeon. has been playing for a month, man. Yeah. Nick Mullins, Carson Wentz gets a drop, but my guy Blaine Gabbert can't get a drop, but that's cool. I won't take that personally, Stone. Where did Blaine Gabbert go to college? Uh, Mizzou. Oh. Thank you. I was a big Big 12 guy. I grew up in Texas. Don't play with me. All right. Back to my bowl position, uh, uh, prediction. Mizzou in the SEC? Well, they were in the Big 12. You, What are you, 25? Yeah, you don't remember when Mizzou was in the Big 12? <laughs> Blaine Gabbert didn't play in the SEC. I don't think. Um, he's trying to. He's trying to distract me. Week eighteen, mm-hmm. bold prediction. The funny thing about life is it's cyclical, right? Everything happens and it keeps happening. It's a, a, a circle of life. It's a history repeats itself. And the Ravens and Steelers are playing this week eighteen. Lamar Jackson's out. The Ravens have already locked up the one seed. They're resting a lot of starters. They're going to start Tyler Huntley, who. Somehow also didn't get a mention here in our confirmed week 18 starting quarterbacks. But yes, Tyler Huntley no, will be starting that, that for the appear, Ravens. Yeah, that's, that's a bad, bad, it's bad, bad, it's call. A bad list. That, that one's a bad miss. Blaine Gabbert, not what? really. Though, right? It's the same thing. It's the same thing. These are contenders with backup quarterbacks starting, but whatever. 
Steelers, Ravens. The Steelers need a win to get in the playoffs. The Ravens, the result doesn't matter. They have the one seed in the bye locked up. It's funny because I remember this exact scenario when the Steelers had already locked up the Mike Tomlin, uh, the Mike Tomlin tradition of a winning season. They needed a win at the end of the year mm. to get in the postseason. Mm. Lamar Jackson was resting. It was 2019 MVP season. Do you remember who the backup quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens was that time? It was nope. actually week 17. I don't. I do not remember at all. He's a TV prognosticator now. He's a bit corny. He has braids. RG three. RG three. You had me at corny. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> it was either him or yeah. uh, Russell Wilson. Yeah, I didn't. Even, I didn't even need the braids. I knew corny. Yeah. RG three was the quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens. Week 17 against that Tomlin led, and it was a fierce Steelers defense. The Ravens march in, led by RG three and a bunch of backups, and they beat the Steelers and keep them out of the postseason. I think it was like 28 to 10. Ravens win. They cruise into the postseason. Steelers get bounced out. Same exact scenario repeating itself here, except now instead of RG3, we have Tyler Huntley, who we have seen a lot from. Mm-hmm. Back when RG3 did it, he had that was like three years after yeah. he was actually playing. Tyler Huntley has shock. late season experience in critical games. In this game, not critical for the Ravens. And this game's not critical for the Ravens. The Steelers have been it's it's it sounds like the big bad vaunted Steelers defense, right? That all those same names are there. They've been bad. They're bottom half in the league in passing yards allowed, passing touchdowns allowed, rushing yards allowed. This Ravens offense is still good with its backups, and we saw that. Sorry to bring up old stuff, fellas. But just last weekend when Tyler Huntley stepped in and threw a touchdown against the Dolphins mm-hmm. when the game was over. Uh, you could have thrown a touchdown I against know. the Dolphins. <laughs> it, was a, it looked really fun to do. Mm-hmm. Stone could have did and it too. easy, yeah. Even though he missed me at the Boca Bowl. We yep. won't get into that. Uh-huh. My bold prediction for Week 18 is history repeats itself. Tyler Huntley leads the Baltimore Ravens ah. in on Saturday afternoon Four fifteen kickoff. The Ravens beat the Steelers, keep the Steelers out of the playoffs. I think Mason Rudolph starting for the Steelers. Yep. That offense Confirmed not very daunting. Starter. Um, you know, they got receivers out there that don't know when they're supposed to be playing football. They're missing blocks. They're mad because they're not no, getting balls thrown to them. Missing blocks. They're just opting not to yeah, block. They're just opting out right, of plays when right. they're not designed to be the guy getting the ball. The Pittsburgh Steelers, though they have reached that level of competency that every single Mike Tomlin team gets. Another winning season. I think it's like 17 years in a row. I think in week 18, with the heat of this rivalry, with how much the Ravens hate the Steelers, they're going to be playing with a little bit of a chip on them on their shoulders, even the backups, and they get the win against the Steelers, keep them out. Ravens get another win. I think that'll be 14 wins for the Ravens, second time they've done that. This Baltimore team is serious. That's my bold prediction for week 18. Ravens beat the Steelers and keep Pittsburgh out of the postseason. Tyler Huntley gets the job done. Mm. That is a bold Theo Dorsey prediction. Mine, the Dolphins beat the Bills and Eli Apple picks off Josh Allen. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. What is your boldest Week 18 NFL prediction? Your boldest Week 18 NFL prediction. Now, I want to stress that Eli Apple thing. I would not go to the books with that. Well, I, just I would not tried. go to Vegas with that. I just tried to go to the books for you and Did build you? that parlay. And, uh, Nothing? Eli Apple's not even... Yeah. Presented. They're like, who's, he, who's Eli Apple? Well, it but did. I did put Miami Dolphins money line, parlayed that with the Josh Allen interception. Mm-hmm. Plus, well, Vic Fangio did announce today, or he, he said today to local media down in Miami Gardens that Eli Apple is likely going to be the corner on the other side of Jalen Ramsey. So maybe the books haven't, uh, haven't picked that up yet. Oh, we're ahead of the books. Yeah. Regardless, Josh Allen will throw an interception in the Dolphins to win plus 280. You can take that to the bank.
All right. All right. Yeah, I think that's 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 e- but where the bull prediction comes in is Eli. Eli Apple. Yeah. Eli Because I feel like plus two eighty, that's easy money. For and sure. That's light yeah. work. It's I, Josh Allen, man. And I guess mine wasn't very bold either. The Ravens just beating no, the Steelers. It's good. Crazy. I, I, but it's I backups. Mean, yeah. Backups. I, I think uh there's still this thought of Steelers, Pittsburgh, yeah. uh black and gold. They'll yeah. get the job done. Nope, nope. Ravens and that and that nonsense. I would love to see it. Uh Anthony in West Palm kicks us off on the phones here on Levicka Theo and Stone. And hey, what's up, Anthony? What's going on? You tell me. Uh, my bold prediction is uh, Buffalo's going to beat the Dolphins. Josh Allen might have an interception, but he's going to make sure we win the division and we get the number two seed. Oh, we. So yeah, Anthony's we. playing. Anthony's playing <laughs> what, for the Bills now, huh? Yeah, you know, what position <laughs> you playing, Ant? No, I'm a Bills fan. Uh, but it's not we. You're not on that field. Yeah. You're not going up against Jalen Ramsey. Bills will win. Anthony ain't winning anything. There's no <laughs> we here, Ant. I appreciate your bold prediction. What's bold about that? It's not bold. <laughs> yeah. I I upped the ante and gave an Eli Apple interception to John Allen, Ant. If you're going to we me, then give me a bold, bold, bold prediction here. A bold prediction. Buffalo's going to beat the Dolphins by three touchdowns. Okay, oh, I now like that's that. Bold. That's bold. Now that's bold. Even though it's, well, I've seen right. it already this year. Uh, good, good, good luck on on Sunday night. Make sure you tape your ankles, okay, Anth? <laughs> Why do you keep saying Anth? Anth? I don't know. It's just a. That's not short how you shorten Anthony. Anthony. You say Anth. No, it's Anth. <laughs> that's all I do. Nobody's <laughs> ever in the history of America. Said Ant. You want to know it's bold? Shortening Anthony with Ant. What the <laughs> hell is it? You did it like five times. I was trying to let it slide. That's so weird. No, I, I it was always Ant for me. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? I, maybe it's a regional thing. It's, is, nobody is, goes by Ant. Is Ant... Is, <laughs> That's so weird, bro. Is, is, oh, man. Is Ant an yeah. appropriate... Shortening of Anthony. Uh, the Audible Assassin says, yes, he's from what? the North like myself. Uh, it's, yeah. You've always done that. It's oh, not okay. the right oh, way so to you're do it, not you've always done Anth. Oh. He's done this before? Yes. Is Anth an appropriate way to shorten Anthony? Is is Anth appropriate? Am I right or wrong about this? Is Anth the right way to shorten Anthony? Because I've never called anybody Ant. It's Anth. Anth, not so, Ant. Anthony Edwards Ant. in the you NBA, call, you wouldn't call him Ant? Yeah, that's his nickname, Ant. Well, that's all Anthony's <laughs> nicknames. No, but if uh, you, you're, what are you doing? Nobody does that. Is Anth a proper way to shorten Anthony? So and what is weird. your bold NFL Week 18 prediction? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. 888-760-3776. Two very important things. Your bold Week 18 NFL prediction. And is Anth a proper way to shorten Anthony? Is Anth a proper way to shorten Anthony? 888-760-3776. 776-888-760-3776. I appreciate this is part of my my me attempting to change my ways on New Year's because typically I'd say, oh Theo, you dope. Don't correct me on that. But what I'm gonna do now is say, I respect your opinion. Thank you. I just disagree with it. Well, I think it's Anth, and I think it might be original. You're from Houston or Kansas or wherever you yeah. else you Those else you claim. Two places. Uh, I'm I'm from the Chicago area, and maybe it's just Anth up there. I got some roots in New Orleans too. If you want to, okay, that in. all right. Yeah, uh, is this Segway Sean? Segway Sean. Segway Sean. Palm Beach Gardens here on the Vicar yeah, Theo and Stone. Hi, Sean. 
How you doing? Good. You know, I, I, and I understand your I understand your, your position on the regional thing, but I would have to at least default to the name itself, which obviously everybody can agree would have its roots in the Italian heritage. Correct, correct? Anthony. Correct. Right. right? Yes, that's and the assumption. Given the fact that, yeah, given the fact, it's a healthy assumption, I'd say. But yeah, yeah. it's not a bold prediction assumption, but it's a healthy <laughs> assumption. Right? right. So, based upon that fact. You know, you have to go with the, the, the heavy emphasis on, like, the New York, New Jersey area, and, and where that ant or ant comes in is Antony, when they call it up there. The Italian mm. ant, Antony, and that's why it's ant and not T-H. Mm. Right, it's, right. It's, so if it's th, like ant, Anthony, then I, that's why I say, if it was Antony, I would call him ant. If it was Anthony, I'd say Ant. It's <laughs> uh, not how it works. Ah, that's semantics. I don't know that. I mean, I mean, come on, Shaw. That to me is how that works. Thank you for humoring me, Sean. I appreciate that. Anthony and Anthony are two different names, right? Yes, Anthony like and Mark Anthony. Anthony. Yeah, Mark Anthony or Mark Anthony. If somebody told me their name was Anthony, I wouldn't call him Anthony. Yeah, you call him Matt. I'd call him. I call him Matt too. Anthony, like regardless of what he told me. Oh wow! So you just just disrespect the name? Yeah, yeah, that's a whole different discussion. Uh, What's up, Anthony? Like you know, I I apologize. I'm not doing that in public. Anthony, (laughs) is it Anth? Anthony, Anth, Anthony, Ant? Again, I wouldn't just call Anth Anthony. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I'm just telling you. Every like one hundred percent of Anthony's in this world, if you're going to shorten their name, they would prefer Ant, not Antha. Because nobody ever does that. Should nobody I, says that. Should I have just opened this up to Anthony's? <laughs> yeah. You definitely should have opened it up to Anthony's. Are you and an Anthony in Palm Beach County in the Treasure Coach or listening on the ESPN app? Uh, I need to hear from you. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Uh, is is okay. Anth an appropriate shortening of Anthony, 888-760-3776. Oh, yeah, and your bold NFL Week 18 prediction as well. Your bold NFL Week 18 prediction. Uh, Let's go feet. The man who said that yesterday here on LaVica Theo and Stone, it is Joe in Jupiter here on ESPN 106.3. Uh, hi, Joe. That's my that's my new call in, yep, I guess. That's Let's right. go feet. That's right. That's okay. I'll take it. It's I'll good. It's, it's all about branding. It's all about branding in this world. Hey, at least I got a brand. Uh-huh, Appreciate right. it. It's cool. Right. It's a weird brand. But yeah, <laughs> I even heard on our promo after your, after yeah. your show. Yeah, hey, we turned heard. that around quick, huh? We sure did. We <laughs> sure did. I almost, wanted to, I almost wanted to bring you out some cookies. That hey. was pretty cool. Hey, you but can anyways. still do that. It's yeah, fun. I was going to yeah, say, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, what's your bold prediction, Joe? Well, yeah. yeah, bring well, the lotion. I'm not going to say bold on the Cowboys winning the NFC East because that's not bold. That's probably going to happen for yeah. sure. I would, um, but uh, I will say what's going to happen: the Eagles are going to go to New York and lose, and then they're going to go to Tampa and get knocked out, Ooh. be one and done in the playoffs. That's my bold prediction. After winning almost the Super Bowl last year, that's my prediction. That's what I hope. Nothing against Eagles fans. I just. Love the demise of the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. And I also think it's okay for you to to say it is something against the Philadelphia Eagles fans. They've had their day. Yeah. The team's kind of bad right now. Do you know who's coaching their defense? Matt Patricia. I know. What, what, like that like, in and of itself should be enough for the Eagles to just get bounced early. They're desperate. That they is have, desperation. They have like guys like you and me playing linebacker I right know. now. Their defense is abysmal. The offense still hasn't really figured it out, and they let Kyler Murray and James Conner run amok all over them. 
Uh, you know what would have made the decision for defensive play caller better for Nick Sirianni? If he was thinking clearly and had some vitamin D in his mm. system. I mean, that man is pale. He has an iron deficiency, clearly. Get that man some vitamins, please. Nick Sirianni looks so unhealthy. Get some vitamin D, get some vitamin C, and an iron supplement, and things are going to go much better for the Eagles. Is he about to be, Is he on the hot seat? Sirianni? Sirianni. Absolutely not. All right. No. All right. I mean, if, if the answer is about Matt I mean, Patricia. Out, a lot of them are out on Sirianni. Is Matt Nagy on the hot seat? Matt Nagy's definitely on the hot I seat. I think he's, he's been like terrible. gone. I mean, right. yeah, he's, They've locked he's him cooked. out. <laughs> he's cooked. He, he's already evacuated the uh, the the home with the hot seat that's yeah. going to cause the conflagration. What yeah. are we going to call the 30 for 30 documentary on this Bill Belichick coaching tree? I mean, all of them are just awful. You have Josh. You have Matt Patricia. Like, all of these guys. The, Vrabel's every, good. Everything's oh, but he didn't falling coach with apart. Yeah. Vrabel didn't coach with him. The key is not to coach with him. Just play for him. There's nothing. Bill O'Brien... I mean, That's there's it. just nothing coming from Bill Belichick's coaching tree. Romeo Cornell. Did he, wouldn't he have wanted a problems yeah. at the peak, the deadly landslide. That is the Bill Belichick coaching tree. I mean, I bravo. A, I had a feeling this dude was cooking something up. Cause he just was like, I just a blanked statue? out. Yeah. It was Ken, when Ken is, when Ken's brainstorming. one more time. Can you remember what you said? Yeah. Uh, problems at the peak. Uh, Oh, nope. I don't remember it. I know it was Lance, problems at the peak. Oh, the deadly landslide of the Bill Belichick coaching tree. That's phenomenal stuff. Pretty right good. There. You're talented. Yeah, thanks. Uh, oh, boy, are we late. Uh, we continue to take your calls on the bold prediction, week 18 in the NFL. Bold prediction, week 18 in the NFL. For reference, I say Dolphins beat the Bills, AFC East champions, and Eli Apple picks off Josh Allen. Theo says... It's going to be the Ravens with Tyler Huntley beating the Steelers and keeping mighty Pittsburgh out of the playoffs. Again. Also, Anthony, can it be shortened to Anth or is that just completely wrong? Because Theo called me out, said it's always Ant. I say, Anth, we disagree. We need your help. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. That is Theo Diorsi. That's Stone Labanowitz. I'm Ken Levicka. Levicka, Theo, and Stone, ESPN1063. Let's go feet. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Hey, good news. Yesterday, we talked briefly about how our... What would you estimate? And I actually don't know the answer to this, but what would you estimate our new coffee machine at the ESPN West Palm New, the Square Studios, uh, costs? Mm, I'm going 563.92. What the... Like five hundred and sixty-three dollars. I would I'm add a going, comma in there. I'm going fifty-two hundred dollars. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I think probably right around there. I mean, this thing is elite. Really? Yeah. Is that how much really expensive coffee? If that thing was five hundred dollars, I would have bought bro, that after the I hit a parlay right. last yeah. weekend. Bro, we've got like a what a six hundred dollar toaster <laughs> yeah. in this office. Make like a convection yeah. baking we're, oven. We're never sending you on the prices right. Yeah, you're you're rough. <laughs> that is terrible. What are you talking about? Stone and I will handle Drew Carey. Bro, um, y'all are tripping. So, so yesterday, I walked into the office with a sheet of paper on it that said, out of commission, and my heart sank. <laughs> Dave MacGyver Druda, the operations director, he does all the engineering. He actually put together this new studio out of uh, pipe cleaners and gum. A, 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 an unbelievable human achievement. 
Uh, he walked out there to the coffee machine, pressed a reset button. Guess what? Started working again. He literally just blew into the Nintendo system, whatever the equivalent of that is, with a $5,200 coffee machine. That's what he did. There I, are times. And now it works, and it's great. Where Dave MacGyver Drew, I will ask for his help, something technological. He's amazing. And he will just restart it, and it'll work again. Right. And he's like, if anybody knew yeah. how to fix something... I'd be out of a job. I All know. you have to do is hit restart on whatever device you have. Theo, do you have an answer on how much that coffee machine cost? I couldn't find this particular one, um, but you guys aren't as crazy as I thought. 5000 is ridiculous. I'm telling you, have you seen the inside of that thing? But I'm seeing like coffee machines fission. that look similar, and there are some you can get for like 600 There's some you can get for 900 and the most expensive I see is $1,700. All right, well, we are kind of crazy. Yeah, we, I mean, 5000 like, is ridiculous. 1500 two grand, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but that's not where you guys went. Yeah. And then you try to make me sound foolish for saying like 590 and you can get one for about 600 So, again, I, you know what I'm sick of in 2024? <laughs> this is like right, the 18th go. time this has happened. In 2024? Well, well, in general. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I, I, I wanted to boy. leave this in 2023. Oh, okay. Because all the time, I'm, I'm like, I'm right about something and I, I have conviction about it. But then there's two or three naysayers around me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, my bad. Not that kind of naysayer. <clears throat> Two or three um, people that are uh, defectors uh-huh. or detractors is detractors. what I was going to say. Yeah. And then because y'all talk so confidently, it makes it seem like I'm the idiot. And then I've got to go get the facts and back it up. And, and now I don't even get the joy of being right because. But you didn't get any facts. And you, you didn't. I got some facts. You looked up. This is like Chinese I, exclusive, right. like Black I Market, looked, West Palm. This is this is a whole nother league than Google. <laughs> I don't think it's. I don't think we got that off the black market. I, I'm okay. telling you. Okay, I am seeing some coffee machines. Oh, this one's twenty four hundred. See, I'm telling you, man. Hey, this is some high end okay. stuff we got. You know here. what? We're all right. How about that? I We're love good. that. Good. We can all agree. Uh, we can also all agree that if you have some ouchies, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is the place to go. They have a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care, combining its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho. For more information today, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net. Net slash ortho. Uh, real quick on social media before we talk with Evan Cohen, who you hear unsportsmanlike every day, 6 to 10 a.m. here on ESPN 106.3. Uh, we asked the question, your bold, your boldest Week 18 NFL prediction, your boldest NFL Week 18 prediction. I say Dolphins beat the Bills, win the AFC East. Eli Apple picks off Josh Allen. Improbable. Do you believe in miracles? The answer to that is yes. Mm. Theo, Theo says... That the Ravens, with Lamar Jackson sitting, going to beat the Steelers. And the Ravens are going to keep Pittsburgh out of the postseason. Steve says, Bears beat Packers, ownership and Green... uh, Bears beat Packers and ownership and keep Green Bay out of the playoffs on the last week of the regular season for a second straight year. Uh, Okay. That'd be fun. Yeah. 
I just we got breaking news in in regards to Tyree Kill. Uh, do you want me to hit the liner and you read that headline? I mean, that headline is just phenomenal stuff. I don't know if my text is sent through, but there is some groundbreaking news on what started the fire. Mm, it, yeah, go ahead and hit it. Jesus breaking Christ. news on ESPN 106.3 is brought to you by St. Lucie Battery and Tire. If your vehicle has <laughs> issues with braking or other issues, get it fixed right, right now at St. Lucie Battery and Tire. From ESPN, official, child with lighter started oh. fire at Tyree Kill's home. No. That's... You don't want to hear that. There's going to be all sorts of discourse, yep, ugly, ugly discourse yep. about Tyree Kill's parenting, him as a person. You don't know the situation. You don't. You don't know the situation at all. Yeah. Could have been candles in the home and they have a lighter there, but... Now we're going to start, uh, oh, not watching the kids, abandoning the kids. Uh, Why is there a lighter uh, lying around? Right. This is going to uh, be a bad day for any sort of sensible discourse about fire safety. I would hope people leave it alone. But also, <laughs> yeah, right. Tyreek Hill parenting is is already up in question. So, I mean. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I mean, 100%. There's, there's some problems there. The dude has problems yeah, yeah, no inside doubt. the home. No doubt. Uh, when we come back, Evan Cohen, part of the trio that is Unsportsmanlike, along with Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, every single weekday, 6 to 10 a.m. here on ESPN 106.3. ESPN West Palm legend, he joins us to talk things, and he'll do it when we come back. Evan Cohen, when we return, that's Theo Dorsey, that's Stone LeBanowitz, I'm Ken Levick, Levick at Theo and Stone, ESPN 106.3. Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. It's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Brian McLovin Rowitz says that Stone and I are wrong yeah. about our high-end coffee machine here at the new The Square Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, ESPN West Palm offices. Boy, do we love our new digs. Stone and I both maintain that's four figures. Four figures. Yeah, I guess the, coffee machine. I guess let's just set the over under at a thousand bucks. Dude, yeah. you're on the under. You said five thousand dollars. <laughs> Stone said it, and I sort of endorsed it, but I didn't go full fledged into it. I just want to be completely you clear. You legit said add a comma, and then you said five thousand something. That's what you said. I verbatim. did say. I did say with conviction. Yes. Add a comma. You you're did right. Say that. I did say that with great force. And Stone was in agreement with you. Uh-huh. So you guys have to be hovering around at least $4,000 if we're playing this thing fairly. Brian McLevin Roa sent us an Amazon link. Apparently our coffee maker that we have here at ESPN West Palm can be had. It can be yours for $587.77. I don't know. I didn't realize, too, that it runs off of AI. Is this thing going to become self-aware? I'm going to walk in on like a Wednesday morning and it's going to be waiting for me at the door. Well, you've had, I hope most, so. You've had the most intimate experience. With I did. That I, I gave it a big old hug because I love it. So you will be a part of it becoming more sentient. I also, you, you're uh, part of that, <laughs> that process. I also love embracing this man and you've embraced him into your homes, into your hearts okay. for many, many see, years. Pause. What? I'm being told right now that a used one, the one that we have mm. is over $3,000. Wow. Oh, oh, who's good at prices right now? You know what? That is from the person who's in control of the coffee. The, the, the that's 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 ESPN West Palm mom. Yes. yes. Yeah. He said you can get it used, the one we have for over $3,000. Yeah, we don't get used here. This is all brand new, shiny new right. stuff here. I stand corrected. Yeah, put that comment so in there. If it's used three grand, all right. 
brand new five. Yeah, sorry, right. Evan. Yeah, also, we're, she we're just wasting Evan's time. Flippantly, so keep going. No, no, no she's got a, I, she's got it right she there in front of her. She's got something? the invoice. She got the Whatever. invoice. She's the one in charge of that. Uh, Evan Cohen, part of the trio of Unsportsmanlike, six to ten a.m. every single day here on ESPN one hundred six three and on television, big American national sports television. Evan Cohen joins us every Thursday, and here he is on Levicka Theo in Stone. Uh, that coffee machine is really impressive, right, Evan? You were here last week. That thing is is amazing, right? It's tremendous. I do want to ask one question, though, Ken. I worked at ESPN West Palm for 20 years. Um, two things I'd like to know. Mm. One, who broke the coffee machine? Because I never broke a coffee machine no. at ESPN West Palm. Yep. And, two, uh-huh. and two, hold on, this is the big one. How many damn people do you have working on this show? I am so jealous of you. <laughs> I don't understand. I have Christian calling me, yeah. Stone yeah, texting me. Uh-huh. I have Stone texting, Christian calling Theo and you talking. How many teams? Now I have Jets in the mix. Uh-huh. I have Jmart, then McLovin, then Jeanette. Three total people in 20 years. You have like seven currently. How the hell did you pull this one off? Uh, I tell you what, I, I've got more and more pull every day, and we're getting cameras in the studios here in uh, a matter of weeks, and so we're going to be able to be streamed while the show is happening. Mm. Video component to the entire thing. I tell you what, we're on the come up here. It's not just the coffee machine, Evan. I don't understand this. It's yeah. really, uh, I'm very jealous of you. Um, the coffee machine is great, by the way. That yeah. is a great coffee machine. Can I tell you, I worked. I once worked with someone years ago. Mm-hmm. Who, I'm not kidding. So the coffee machine that Ken is talking about, Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast, is the office coffee machine, basically. The best way I can describe it. You, you press a button, it's a digital screen, it gives you what you want, whatever. It's amazing. I'm not kidding. I worked with somebody who once walked up to it, a, a, a coffee machine like that, and verbally ordered it. <laughs> wow. And uh, I said to the oh, person, what? Oh, my God. Oh, I look a latte, please. I love that. Oh, man. And he is a former general manager in Major League Baseball. So I'm going to leave it at that. Ken oh, knows now who I'm talking about. That is he great. verbally yes. ordered a coffee <laughs> on a digital coffee oh, machine, which, man. by the way, probably will be able to happen at some point. Yeah. But yeah. in 2011 was not that point. Yeah. That's uh, a boss move. Uh, well, I, I mean. Theo, he, it's not a boss move when you don't get the coffee. <laughs> it, it, yeah. it didn't even but work. To have the audacity and, and the, just the gall to Think that that would work? Like I, I respect that man forever. Whoever no, it is, he didn't. He didn't think it would. It's not about thinking it would work. It's that's how he thought it worked. Yeah, that's the thing. You actually that. do it versus the no. touchscreen aspect. He, no, he if you, so, his no. life is so nice. That's everything arrogant. in his world is so like no, on demand. No, no, no. no. He's, he not thinks that. he lives in the Jetsons. Oh, yeah. you think he's just an idiot? He, th- he thinks he lives Delusional. in the Jetsons. Okay. Like that's yeah. Correct. There's nothing good about. I was that. thinking about it differently. Okay, right, right. Sorry. He thinks yeah. he has a robot maid at home rolling around. Uh, <laughs> Evan Cohen, unsportsman, like six to ten a.m. here on ESPN 106.3. Evan, if you would, uh, if you would uh, humor us here, uh, we're going to go around the horn, as they say, and we're going to give you our bold NFL Week 18 predictions. And I'd like your reaction and your contribution. Okay, so you mean you mean playoff preseason? As I'm now. Um saying that week 18 is the That's playoff is. preseason nice. i actually kind of preseason nice. double p nobody playoff. played nobody risks injury and you're just worrying about the next game not the current game go ahead well depending on the team depending depending on the team um so 
my bold NFL Week 18 prediction, I'm really doubling down here, Evan, because I'm sick and tired of hearing how many Bills fans are coming down. Sick and tired of hearing how well the Bills are playing, even though other than the win over the Cowboys, everything's been pretty inconsistent and pedestrian there for the Bills, winning three of the last four. I know the Dolphins are broken, but I have a feeling. I have a feeling that the Dolphins find a way because they, they'll be able to move the ball. They'll force Josh Allen into enough mistakes. The Dolphins win the AFC East. They win Sunday night. And to up the ante, Eli Apple gets an interception mm. on Josh Allen. Now, Theo, go ahead and tell Evan your bold Week 18 prediction. Just like in 2019, at the end of the year, the Ravens have the one seed locked up. They're playing the Steelers with their backup quarterback, and the Steelers need a win to get in the playoffs. The Ravens are going to beat the Steelers in Week 18 with Tyler Huntley at the helm, bouncing them out the postseason, and just putting a cherry on top of a great regular season. So, Evan, your reaction to those two, and then if you'd like to boldly predict something, we'll wait. I don't think either one of them is bold. That's my that's my take. I don't deem either one of them to be bold. What about Eli You're Apple? Me, <laughs> I, I got to be honest. I didn't even know he was on the dog. So you just said that. That's how bold. It was bold to say that Eli uh, Apple's playing football still. Yeah. I had no idea he was on the Dolphins so, uh, at all. But here's why they're not bold to me. You're picking a home team that's in first place in the division to avenge a previous loss this season against a team that has been uneven at times this season in Buffalo and to win the division, not bold. Theo is picking the number one seed in the AFC, and you could say without the MVP, Boynton Beach's own Lamar Jackson, who, by the way, if he wins his second MVP, should automatically be in the Hall of Fame. I don't care what he does the rest of the career. Sure. I, think two, I, think there's, I think there's two things that we should look at in terms of Hall of Fame that are automatic qualifiers. If a quarterback wins two Super, Bowl, two Super Bowls as a starter, they should automatically be in the Hall of Fame. Yes, I believe Joe Flacco should be in if he wins. Matthew Stafford, same thing. And if you win two MVPs in the NFL, you should automatically be in the Hall of Fame. Like and Lamar it. will do that. I like anyway, it. we're not talking about me starting a quarterback and throwing to a steal who obviously can't catch. Um, whoa, or, whoa. or Stone starting whoa, a quarterback whoa. who obviously can't throw. Exactly. Anyway, anyway, we're talking about a guy in Tyler Huntley that I'm so surprised wasn't a starter this year somewhere in the NFL because he has shown that he's pretty good against the Steelers team that – is coached as well as anybody in the league, but is starting Mason Rudolph mm. at quarterback, and I know he's played well recently, and they've already clinched the winning season, so it's not like they're playing for that. Yes, they're playing for the playoffs, but I don't know that either one of those takes are bold. i got to be honest. I think they're logical. Well, then, I'm not saying they're likely, but they're logical. Well, then guide us. Guide us. Give us something bold. Give us something you're feeling deep in the recesses of your sports soul right now. A bold NFL Week 18 prediction, or as you call it, the, what was it, the preseason? Postseason, preseason. Playoff preseason. preseason. Playoff preseason. Oh, Playoff preseason. Double P. Thank you. Um, well, let's see. A bold prediction, let's just talk about what would qualify as such, Right. What would qualify as a bold prediction? How about the Jaguars losing and getting eliminated from the playoffs? Wouldn't that be more of a bold prediction? It, it would be. We thought that they were Super Bowl contender about five weeks ago. Then they played Cincinnati, and everything fell apart. Right, and I picked Trevor Lawrence to win the MVP this year. I'm not hoping that happens, but to me, that is more of a bold prediction. Okay. How about Carolina going uh, and beating Tampa Bay to basically eliminate Tampa Bay from the postseason if the Saints end up beating the Falcons. Wouldn't that be more of a bold prediction? Wouldn't the Packers uh, losing at home to the Bears be more of a bold prediction, potentially? 
Aren't, no. aren't those more bold predictions? No. no or the Commanders beating the Cowboys. Let's I take think... it one by one there because how he picked ours apart. Can we pick his apart? Do it. Pick. All pick, right. Go, get picking. Packers, Bears. We what saw do you mean his. I'm here talking to you. I, talk I know. To me. I, I, was, well, well, I was looking at Ken. Uh, uh, you don't need my information. Right. Pick Evan, away. Evan right. Cohen, Mr. National. I'm gonna tell you right now. Bears, Yo, Packers. That, that's what I like to hear. Right? Yeah. That's your new nickname. Yeah, right. I like that, Mr. National. That. All right. I'm in your studios right now, but I'm not backing down. Bears, Packers. Okay. Last year, didn't we just see the Packers with a chance to make the playoffs with a Hall of Fame quarterback at the helm? Yeah, they the lost Packers to the Lions. Upgraded a quarterback from last year. Oh, to this year. oh they see that's a bold that's statement. That's a bold statement. Yeah, I like that. No, that's it's a- not. What do you mean? When a quarterback throws for more touchdowns, less interceptions, and has more wins, how is that? How is that a bold statement? Wow. George Love is an upgrade over Aaron Rodgers. Ah. He's totally derailed my whole thing here now because I feel like we have to address this. Stone, how do you feel about that? Jordan Love is surpassing Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Stone's not even Jordan getting Love's season this year is better than Aaron Rodgers' season last year. What do you want from your quarterback? Score? You're not wrong. Turnover pre- scores, turnover prevention, and wins. Yeah. He has better all across the board Ooh. than Rodgers did a year ago. And fewer instances of defamation <laughs> this season. That's good. <laughs> uh, good point. Yeah. Your numbers and show. Oh, yeah. Man, I actually can help you double and triple down on that, Chase. I mean, I shouldn't say this, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, I was in, for our company, Good Karma Brands, we have stations in Wisconsin, I was in deep negotiations with Jordan Love's agents, and at last second, they said no because they didn't want him speaking this year because they didn't know how the year was going to go. Wow. Yeah, it makes sense. It definitely makes sense. I have a feeling that uh, I have a feeling that that uh, I, I, they trust him now, right? Oh, yeah, like they'd be able to uh, lend him out. Correct? Oh, no, right. No, he. They trusted him. It was more of it's his first time as a starter. Let's not create a circus because the circus moved from Green Bay to New York. Yeah. Like that's where the circus. How much like more, he is a walking circus. I mean, how much more peaceful does that Packers football experience Man. have to be this year for those in and around the Packers facility? I mean, my God. Well, you see how easy it was to deflect Dio away from coming at they're me not, and thinking well, about all your takes. They're not. Re- I mean, you're talking about easier and more quiet. They're not relevant anymore. The, 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 so you can. The they're Packers are in the same position they were in last year. They're not relevant anymore. They don't care. They're not relevant. They're in the same exact situation they were in last year. They're going to be re- the only thing that is making Aaron Rodgers relevant is throwing out potentially legally defaming remarks to a late night talk show host. The Packers might actually play in the postseason. Something Aaron Rodgers didn't do last year. Just saying. You just talking about it's more pleasant. It's quiet. They're irrelevant. Okay, they're, they're not irrelevant. They're not. Uh, I mean, they're, Evan they is have Jordan a chance Love to play in two weeks, yeah. and Aaron Rodgers has the plan, chance to play on Tuesday. Yeah. That's <laughs> right. All I know is that on Sportsman, like six to ten a.m. here on ESPN 106.3 on a national television, I've seen them talk about Jordan Love plenty of times over the last couple of weeks, more so than Aaron Rodgers. Mm. Uh, that to me seems relevant. Uh, mm. I don't know. I don't know about more than Rodgers. Yeah, more than Rodgers. Now that was a bold, <laughs> was a bold statement. Yeah, I'm trying to make a point here. Okay, <laughs> trying to make a point. Uh, what uh, I don't I don't even know what were we going to pick anything no apart? You have no, there's nothing you're ready to ask me. No. you already missed the legal ID. You I have know. a million things you have to do yeah. still for the next hour, and you just gave an uh and um for about a, a thirty seconds. Yeah, you're done enough. with me. Just tell me you're done with me, yeah, and we'll yeah, all move done. on. Let's wrap it up. Let's right. wrap it up. It takes a bit. Let's talk to you next Thursday. Evan <laughs> Cohen on Sportsman right. like six to Come ten a.m. here on ESPN one hundred six three. Let me hit that ID. We'll be back. Hour number two. A wheel of topics today. Holy crap, what a show. That's Theo Dorsey. That's Stone the Banowitz. I'm Ken Levicka. Levicka, Theo, and Stone, ESPN 106.3.